This is Fireballing Through College. Fireballing Through College. The actual hell we're doing because we're strong and independent women. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fireballing Through College podcast. This is your co-host, Camila. And Catherine Whiteside. Katerina. Uh, I like, I, I told Camila this, but I really love it when she says her own name on the podcast. Yeah, and I like- also think you should start saying my name because like when you, <laughs> when I say your name, like Camila, it's like, I don't know, like you're cute and bubbly. But when you say it, you're like, it's dark and sexy. It's like, my name's Camila. <laughs> you're crazy. Cam- Camila. Like, guys, Camila. Catherine told me like, I love when you say your name. And I was like, like how and she was like I don't know you just like say it and I was like well that's just how I've been saying my name my whole life <laughs> well because you're like special here's Elizabeth it. here's Catherine here's Camila <laughs> you're like, so I, I mean Spanish is my first language <laughs> exactly <laughs> anyway um, but anyways we wanted to tell you guys that we are so grateful for the support <laughs> and energy that we have received from last week's episode yes I mean, several people have reached out to us and not only women or vagina owners, but also men have reached out to like tell us how much they like the episode and how much they learned. And some women and vagina owners, they were like, oh my God, like I feel, I feel so related to everything you guys said. And that just fills me with so much joy. Exactly. And I'm so glad like both of the polls that we did on Instagram, half of them were like, yeah, I'm Camila. Like, I came out of the womb. I knew how to use my fingers, made magic happen. And then half of them were like, okay, no, I had to look at the internet because I was like, what is going on? And then half of them were like, yeah, I was like out here using sh- like the the bath faucet to get off and like humping pillows. And the other half were like, y'all are psycho. So like, thank it's you. Just, like we I, have we're yeah. vagina owners on one side and vagina owners on the other side. We all understand. I love other. that. I think it just like makes us feel less alone. Not only us, but like just everyone that listened. And I think that's very valuable. Absolutely. And I know Camila and I, like like you were saying, like it makes you feel less alone. And I think specifically things regarding sexual pleasure and vagina owner pleasure in specific, because women don't talk about these things with each other. We're always think we're alone in the scenario. Yeah. We're like, oh, it only happens to me. And I know that in this podcast, that's kind of the whole point is to make people not feel like they're alone and that those experiences actually happen to a lot of people. Exactly. And so we will certainly talk about female pleasure and <laughs> vagina owner pleasure and penis owner pleasure. Love it. If love everybody it. would like to hear that. Let's so. just let's just recognize we're all freaky and insane and we all need to get that treatment with the doctor. Exactly. exactly. You know, wink wink. wink. Um, but yeah, love it. Awesome. So but today's episode we're taking a bit of a turn <laughs> into a different direction, kind of. And we're going to talk about people pleasing. Yes. And Catherine, can you explain what people pleasing is? Yes. So According to the dictionary definition, Camila was, like, um, Camila was like, what is people pleasing? Which you had told me you had already done because I just, so I just was like, oh, people pleasing. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, wait, I told you I do that all the time. I was like, yeah, I was just telling you to put a, a word on it. But like we said, Camila's <laughs> first language was Spanish. So it, a people pleaser is a person who has an emotional need to please others, often at the expense of his or her own needs or desires. Yes. 
So basically it's just worrying too much about what other people think of you and just you trying to make them feel good all the time and just crossing your own limits and what makes you feel good just in order to please other people basically and i was talking to Catherine because i feel like i'm such a people pleaser like everything in my life all all the time and Catherine was like oh funny me too so i think it's just really important to talk about it and just kind of like chat about our experiences with people pleasing and how it has I don't know, made us suffer in the past. <laughs> yeah. And I also think that specifically, I think it's different like for you because you like just figured out to put the name on people pleasing, <laughs> but people pleasing, like I was telling Camila, has a really bad rep. Like no one wants to be seen as a people pleaser. Like you would never call yourself a people pleaser. Um, and so when Camila said like she was a people pleaser, like as explaining, I was like, there's no way I do that. Like I'm, I don't give a, I don't give a crap about what people think of me. I'm consistently telling myself that to remind myself that I don't care what I do, but I don't care. <laughs> but deep down, anyways, you do care. <laughs> I, I don't. I, but for the most part, I don't care. But anyways, I was like, but we're going to talk about in many ways people pleasing exists, and I'm not gonna lie. I know a lot, a lot, a lot of people pleasers. Um, so keep listening i'm sure you'll find out that you're people that you are one in too. some way okay and if you are welcome it's not that bad we'll get it's, through this exactly <laughs> we're getting better we're, we're we're being we're working for ourselves here we're gonna yeah. we're gonna figure out how to put ourselves first growth that's what it's all about anyway so i found out i was a people pleaser well like Catherine said i hadn't put a name on it until like a week ago <laughs> i learned a new new words in english every day y'all <laughs> anyway so basically my story with people pleasing and how like it was such a big part of me in high school um basically i've always been like a very joyful person on the outside and i'm always trying to make everyone feel very comfortable with themselves and like I'm that type of person, okay, I think this just like simplifies it, but you know when like you're in a group situation and like someone's telling a story and they like get interrupted? So like I'm the type of person that'd be like, hey, like finish your story, tell me, you know? Does that make any sense? No, I, I agree with, I absolutely agree with that because I'm, but I'm like embarrassed for them that their story got cut off. So I <laughs> want them to not feel embarrassed anymore. So I'm using my my position as a third party person to be like don't be embarrassed i'm here for you well my thing is if someone is feeling embarrassed or if someone is not having a good time like i feel so much pain for that person i'm like oh what can i do to make things better and it's just like so stupid but anyway so my senior year of high school was like the best and the worst year of my life it was the best because I was a senior in high school, which was lit. And like, I was with all my friends and we were having all this senior ceremonies and it was just great. I loved the school I went to. So that was amazing. But at the same time, academically speaking, it was like the worst year of my life because in Chile, we have a different schedule, like calendar in school. So I basically graduated in December. So I was applying to college, taking the SATs, taking like my IB exams and it was just too much and at the same time just handling with school and have family issues friends issues and then I also had a friend that was also going through a lot and my entire life like I was 
that one person for her, which the person like she could rely on and like I can help her with her problems and listen to her and everything. But at that point in high school, like my senior year, I had to distance myself from her just because I was dealing with a lot of things myself. And for the longest time, I felt so bad. I feel like I was the worst person and like the worst friend in the world because I like left her alone when she was going through things. But in the end, after talking to my mom about it, she made me realize that, well, how can I be there for someone if I can't even be there for myself? Absolutely. Um, so at that point, I think it was the first time in my life where putting myself first, where I put myself first and I didn't feel bad about it. Like, how can you, like, you need to be okay with yourself and your emotions in order to be there for someone else. And if that person can't understand that, then that's just not okay. <laughs> yeah. And I definitely, I learned, um, well, when I was thinking about people pleasing, I thought about a lot how specifically I think it affects women um, yeah. a lot more than men because growing up, we are taught to believe that putting ourselves first is selfish. And we are here to like women are always trying to make people feel comfortable by being sweet and nice. And um, but there's nothing inherently wrong with putting yourself there is and, and people make you think like it's wrong and that's so messed up like they're like exactly. oh you're such a bad person it's like am i a bad person for thinking about myself first like that's just how things should be the way i rationalize how to not be a people pleaser is because i'm thinking oh it's it's actually if i don't people please then i will then what i'll do will be best for the both of us I'm never like, oh, well, actually, it would be better for me. I'm yeah. either like, it's either better for them and I lose or it's better for the both of us. I'm never thinking about me in the scenario. So that's a good way to think about it. Like, I, never thought of that. I definitely really, I even like thinking about it now. I'm like, <laughs> if I put myself first, that's so mean. I but know. I know. It's not mean. Is it though? I'm scared. <laughs> And I think, so like I was saying, I don't think I'm a people pleaser to Camila because in specifically like day to day, I'm not really doing much to people please because I rationalize things. Like I said, I'm very much in my head and making sense of things. And so in my mind, my best friends and my family, I know how much I love them. And so I just assume because they want my love that they are also love me. <laughs> so that I don't have to go out of my way all the time to constantly be loving them because it's like I really do hope that they know how much I love them and that they love me back the same amount. And I, I really do feel that way in all my relationships with my friends. However, when it comes to men, I, they're like alien to me and I don't know what to do to like make them feel comfortable in a situation <laughs> and value their feelings. So I... When I was thinking about people pleasing, I was like, wait a second. So like when I agree to go out on a date with somebody that I don't want to go out on a date with and then I go on a date with them and then I can like feel bad about not wanting to go on another date with them, that's people pleasing. Just catch me. I'm going to be engaged to someone. I'm going to be like, I just don't want them to be sad because I reject them. And then we're married. And then it's like this horrible cycle of people Oops, pleasing. First kid. Don't want to make you feel bad. Got to get pregnant. <laughs> exactly 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 
I am the worst people pleaser, but I've learned one thing and now I just use it every time. But it's basically, I'm also like, if a guy asks me on a date and I don't like them, like I'll, I, before I would have still gone on that date. And I think you can tell from what was it, second episode, like army boy. And like, I just went on a date with him because I didn't want to say no. And I felt so bad, which is stupid because in the end you lead them on, which is just worse. Um, so last year I decided to stand up for myself and this guy invited me on a date and I wasn't really interested and I was just honest. And I said, like, I think you're really nice. Thank you so much, but I'm really not interested in going. I I mean, I didn't say like on going on a date with you, but like something along those lines. And he was so thankful. He told me like, thank you so much for being honest. Like not a lot of women are. I was like, you're welcome. And now I've done that like two other times. And it's just like, That's this amazing. was so much easier. <laughs> it was so much easier than saying no. I mean, like than saying yes, you know? So, I mean, always be honest. And like, if they get offended, then I'm, I'm sorry if you get offended for me just not wanting to go out with you, you know? So, yes. Yeah. I think that's just like the best way to go. And like, I expect other people to be straight up with me. Which, when other people aren't, I get so mad. Like, if someone's not interested in me, just straight up tell me. Or, like, if you want to stop talking to me or you don't want to keep dating, straight up tell me. You know? Because that just, like, makes everything so much easier. I agree. And I was, like, to your point that I think if you just go through the anxiety of telling someone, hey, I'm not interested, and worrying about how they'll feel the first time, then you help yourself and not have so much anxiety in the future, in the future exactly you just about get it done I like, want just one hour where you feel anxious you exactly. feel bad but then you it's over it's over it's over because I was telling Camila that I might go hang out with the socially distance myself from this person and like go on a date with them to a place I don't like I want to meet this person. I think they're cool, but I'm not like dedicated. I'm also extremely busy. So, but I, I was texting my friends wondering if like I have to kiss him. Like what happens at the end of the day? Like if, will I hurt his feelings? And I would save myself so much. I wouldn't even have to think about anything if I just was like, hey, I'm not interested. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm not looking to date anyone. Want to be friends. There. Exactly. Oh. Boom, boom boom communication um another really important point that i think many ladies listening to this podcast unfortunately i think men can do this i've heard men can do this i don't know how true that is i don't think they do <laughs> nearly at the levels that vagina owners do it but vagina owner if you're listening I'm sure you got this one. Another very important popular form of people pleasing is faking orgasms. Oh my God. And I know that, I mean, I have not ever faked an orgasm, but I have certainly felt really bad. Not actually, I'll go back to why I didn't feel that bad, but I was worried about hurting their feelings and making them feel inadequate, which I'm sure many vagina owners here feel the same way. But I do think that 
this goes back to something Camila told me that men are very goal oriented and sometimes they think about sexual experiences like, oh, everybody has to come and that's what makes it successful. But if you turn the rhetoric away from that and focus more on the sensations and how you feel like when, like the physical and in- intimacy part of it as like as winning and not just an orgasm then you don't ha- you're that takes away so much pressure off the vagina owner yeah. that men or women who are trying to make them finish um might make them feel p- pressured into like performing in the sexual yeah. act and it just like goes back to something we talked about a little bit on the last episode just like when you think of the end goal being the orgasm, then it just takes away all the great sensations in between that are still good. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, so I think it should, you should, if you struggle with faking orgasms, I will tell you something that has always helped me not do it is (laughs) some girl told me one time, if a penis owner is mature enough to stick a penis in a vagina, then they are mature enough to understand that not every single time the vagina owner is going to be able to reach a climax. And there's nothing inherently wrong with their capabilities of performing orgasm magic if he can't, if the penis owner cannot perform that single time. And at the end of the day, you're going to tell them, hey, like, it just didn't work for me that way. Maybe next time you can try this or like this and be, yeah. you know, just give them pointers. Communicate what you like. It makes me so mad because I think it all ties down to the porn industry. I agree. It just pisses me off. It does. And Reading all these gonna, false expectations. Talk about that we because I'm so angry. <laughs> I hate porn. It's so mean. Uh, I don't hate porn. I hate the industry. I'll keep saying that. I'm sure there's healthy porn out there, right? There has to be. I, I know. Health, we can talk about healthy porn too, but I still think it feeds, it, it all feeds into the brain. That's the issue. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. But anyways, like I also think another form of it is like if somebody says something that doesn't suit your opinions and you disagree with it, a lot of times women bite back their opinions because they don't want to be seen as aggressive or bitchy. Um, and yeah, I just think that we need as women to not to sort of transcend that idea that we are here to be comfortable and nice and sweet and make everyone feel good. So I guess we've talked about a few ways we've been people pleasers in the past. And I think we should talk about how to stop it. And I think I mentioned one very important thing, saying no to people if you don't want to do something with them and just be straight with them and just tell the truth because that's always better. But what are some other ways and I had to search in Google because I need help and so does Catherine (laughs) um but one of the big things that it said it was like stop apologizing for everything and I think um I and Catherine just makes fun of me because she's always like stop apologizing and I'm like I can't I'm sorry no wait I'm sorry no wait I'm sorry (laughs) you don't have to be sorry (laughs) but yeah I just apologize for everything and it's so annoying because I hear myself apologizing I'm like wait why are you apologizing there's nothing to be sorry for yeah but I think all of the ways that you mentioned here are a lot are great ways to get yourself to stop people pleasing 
Yeah, I think another very important way is seeking internal validation, because like I said, part of being a people pleaser is just having very low self-esteem. And if you stop finding validation, like external validation, and you just depend on yourself and just find confidence within you, then you can stop finding confidence in someone else. Because at the end of the day, you people please because you're worried what others may think of you. So just go back to that internal validation and think of what makes you feel good. Then another thing that I think is very important is get rid of toxic people. Like I said at the beginning, if someone can't understand that you have to put yourself first, then that's just really toxic. Yeah, that's really wrong. It's not your friend if that's what they're thinking. And then Catherine, how do you deal with, I don't know, just emotional issues or like when you're feeling bad? When Oh, when I'm like feeling sad? Yeah. Oh, as Elizabeth... Our very good friend and my old roommate, current roommate, future roommate, who knows? She knows I I, I just pretend like they don't exist. And I'm like, <laughs> get away from me. And that's that. Yeah. I act the same way. Whenever I'm sad, I hate when people see me cry. And I hate when people, like, I don't want other people to see that I'm weak, which is so me annoying. Too. Because, like... <laughs> I think crying is so healthy and I think it just like makes you feel better every time. But somehow I hate when people see me cry. So I'm always like in bed, like crying by myself under my sheets whenever I'm in like with my roommates. So like they don't see me cry. Um, You're so funny. And whenever I'm watching a set movie, if it's like with a friend or like my sister, I hate it. If like, if I'm crying and they like try to hold my hand or hug me, I'm like, get out. Get out. <laughs> Camila's like, I'm s- off. Basta. Let me, <laughs> let me cry by myself. Let me hide my tears. And you're going to pretend like you don't see me yeah. crying. <laughs> Thank oh you. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that's completely stupid because crying is healthy. Cl- crying is normal and it's very human. So I shouldn't be ashamed of it. But still am but it's also nice when you finally like learn that you can confide because i know that while i felt that way for a really long time that living with one person in the same room and you can't really escape anywhere to cry i i definitely cried across gw's campus in random places because i was like i don't want to cry have you seen like the crying bingo like i've cried at the library i've cried in like, my shower <laughs> i've cried on the terrace of the marvin <laughs> i've cried i cried in the metro and all these people are like are you okay I, was like, I cried in the financial aid office I just okay i feel like that's like that should be the free space on bingo like everyone has had that like i cried i cried because they don't give me enough money and gw is <laughs> yeah. too expensive but i think that overall that with people pleasing the best that you can do is just know goes back to the confidence thing i'm always worried about being mean Am I a meanie? I don't want to be mean to anybody. The best that we can do is think that we are how we think we are and we don't need to get validation from other people to think that way. And keep in mind that I really think women are socialized to think that they are selfish when they're putting themselves first. But there's nothing wrong with that. And it's okay to be not interested in someone or honestly on this podcast we are not faking orgasms from here on out <laughs> not that i've ever i have not done it yet camila you're not whoever's listening we're not doing that thank you we're not doing it anymore 
we are not going out on second dates with guys that we weren't even interested in going on first dates with. Or girls. You're not apologizing when we don't have to apologize. Thank you. Drop mic. <laughs> Drop mic. No, but just just going back to that, um, if you're if you recognize these behaviors in yourself, like of course try to change. And if you're someone that just expects women to be nice and to say yes all the time stop holding us to that standard because that's that's just unreachable exactly you can't make everybody feel comfortable and be nice and sweet we're not all nice it's Um, like so funny because when i when i hear us say that though i'm like we're bitches we're so mean (laughs) don't think i'm not nice i'm so nice i'm such a nice person this is exact this this episode is like a shit show because we're such people pleasers we don't want people to be i don't want the podcast to think i'm mean god I mean, I guess you all, you you know us by now. We're not yeah, mean they do. people. We're we, really we nice do. people. Camila, we just talked to them about masturbating. So I'm sure, I'm sure they know us. You know me very well. <laughs> um, anyways, I think this is it for today. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank- oh my gosh. Yes. I was Something really, I forgot. <laughs> please follow me on Twitter. Please follow the podcast on Twitter. 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 We're on Twitter. <laughs> We're on Twitter. We're on Twitter. But yeah, handling it. I'm trying my best here, but please give me some clout. Give me some followers. Give me some ideas on things to like. Let me see your tweets because I don't know what tweeting is because I haven't tweeted since approximately 14 years old. So yeah, I would just like to say that. But thank you guys for listening to this episode. Let me just say our Twitter is fireballing C um and if you have apple Podcasts, like we said just give us a like subscribe rating and if you like our podcast if you're listening tell someone else about it if they're not listening or they don't know who we are tell them to follow us on instagram on twitter we're everywhere and tell them exactly but just think about that like one person if everybody who listens to this episode tells one person maybe it's you know camila and i from high school and you think that whoever you know might like to listen tell that one person to go listen and everybody does that once then that makes the world of difference so we love you guys i hope you don't think we're mean and selfish after this episode thank you love you bye i love you bye (laughs) 